All right. Well, once again, great to have everybody here and welcome. My name is Joe Crummy, one of the leaders here at the Meeting Place Church. And uh, tonight I get to be able to share with you. And I have four kids here, so we're going to make it quick, okay? So we need you to really pay attention because we're going to go through a few things here and hopefully we're going to make it through without me being uh, totally uh, overtaken by all of our great kids. Well, Christmas time, there's so many things we could take a look at, but tonight we're going to take a look at from Luke chapter 2, and Emma already read it out, and tonight we're going to take a look at some of the views from uh, the shepherds, and we're going to take a look at some of the things we can learn from their lives. So the scripture's already been read, so we're going to dive right in, and we're just going to take a look at how we see in this passage how God reveals, how God reveals, and how the shepherds responded, and some of the things we can take a look at from there. So just a quick review of our story is that we pick up the story, and here are the shepherds at night just going about their everyday normal life. And actually for them, it was their nighttime. So they had the graveyard shift, they had the night shift, and here they were, and we're not quite sure, you know, maybe if it was just Monday in life, if they were bored, maybe they are happy with their job, but we know this, it just seemed like they were going about their everyday, every night business tending sheep. And then this happened. Suddenly, an angel appears. Can you imagine? You're just going about your business, and all of a sudden, an angel appears. And I always kind of had, you know, sort of the assumption if an angel appeared to me, I'd be just like, wow, is that ever cool? Not these guys. Says they were terrified. And so the first thing the angel has to say to them is, don't be afraid. So that always makes me laugh. And we see this angel comes not to just sort of give them a good fright, but he actually has a message for them. And it goes something like this. He says, I've got great news for you. And he goes on to tell them about a Savior who's going to be born. It's good news for everybody in the whole wide world. And then he says, you know what? I want you to go. And he says this, I'm going to give you a sign. You're going to find a baby in Bethlehem. Now, I don't know about you, but if I think if I want a sign from God, that isn't the sign maybe I'd be looking for. But that's what we find is a baby. And they have a decision to make. And by faith, they take the angel's word and they don't have a great debate about it. They go and they see and they find Jesus just as it has been said. And something radically uh, cool takes place. They're transformed. They go, they find the baby, and they begin to tell everybody this news that this is what happened. And they come back and it says they began to worship and praise God. Wow, what an amazing story. That's just a capsule summary of what Emma just read from Luke chapter Two. And the cool thing is, here we are 2,000 years later, and we're celebrating Christmas. We're celebrating the same birth of Christ, and we find this, okay? That God wants to continue to reveal Himself in just our everyday, normal lives. So, again, maybe here tonight, and maybe, you know, if you're looking back, sometimes a lot of times this time of year, we kind of look back over the year, and you can think maybe there's been some highlights, maybe some lowlights, maybe it's just been sort of a mundane, sort of just boring year. But folks, this much I know. The same God who 2,000 years ago sent an angel to the shepherds to reveal his truth to them. God wants to reveal himself to us here today, 2011, in our everyday, normal, going about life's business. God loves to interrupt our lives and begin to speak to us. And God reveals himself today. God's alive today. And he might not always use angels, but he still gives us lots of signs. And let me just tell you a little story about a sign in our life. And for Angela and I, a couple years ago, we already had three kids. And we had to make the big decision 
do we go for number four? And so I was kind of like more 70-30. I think three is enough. You know what I mean? I like odd numbers. That's pretty good. And Angela was more 70-30. Let's go for a fourth. And so we hummed and hawed for a long time. And finally, uh, Angela, we've got to make a decision. So anyone who knows me, I'm very practical. Okay? So I said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have a date night. We're going to go out to a restaurant. And we're going to weigh the pros and cons of having a fourth child. So this is the male perspective of telling the story, okay? And this is, honestly, this is, this is a true story, okay? So this is what we did. We went to a restaurant. I got out the napkin, and for an hour, I kind of just went down pros and cons, you know, well, pros and cons, you know, finances and, and all these things, and sleep is, you know, that was kind of a big issue, and uh, sanity and all those different things. And so after about an hour, this is what happens. We're there, and... More and more, as we go through the conversation, Angela is more and more like, I don't think we should have a fourth. And I'm going more and more, I think we should have a fourth. <laughs> so this is what happened. An hour later, we've got all the, my nice napkin all written out. Honestly, this is what happened. All the way in the background, while we were meeting, we got 80s and 90s music. 80s music, yay. 90s music, bah. But we stopped and we're like, well, we've got to come to a decision. And this is honestly what happens. We're looking at each other. The next song comes on. And this is the song that came on. From the 90s. From a band that only had two hits. And this is one of them. And I will try to do my best to sing it. Okay? So cover your ears. <laughs> Silence. We're just like, yeah, next song comes on. And it's this song. All that she wants is another baby. And I don't know if you know that song or not. It was a one-hit wonder from back in the 90s. That's like all the lyrics in the song. It just repeats itself over. And we're just looking at it. All that she wants is another baby. Now you're going to have that song stuck in your head the rest of the night, okay? And we were like, is it a sign? And I was just like, check, please. We're, we're, we, we've heard from God. Well, folks, let me tell you this. Sometimes... You might not get an angel like the shepherds did. And sometimes you might not get a 90s song given to you at the precise moment. You know what? God loves to speak to us. God loves to reveal his will to us. And you know what? If we have ears to hear, eyes to see, there are signs everywhere of God wanting to get our attention that he wants a relationship with us. Okay, let me just give you a few quick ones, okay? Sometimes it's just through his creation so how many times we just like beautiful snow we were at last night it's like that has to be a god a sunrise a sunset sometimes creation itself gives us a glimpse of like there has to be a god and if there's a god i wonder what god is like okay so that might be one thing here's the second sometimes we see answered prayer sometimes we're praying for things sometimes we've seen answered prayer in so many different ways sometimes we've seen people healed Sometimes we've seen God miraculously provide, maybe financially or giving a job to somebody. And we're like, God, there must be a God up there. Sometimes, this is a tough one as a sign, but sometimes God allows this and he works through it. Sometimes pain and suffering is a sign. It's a wake-up call to realize, you know what? Maybe I never thought about death before, but now God's got my attention. That maybe I realize, hey, I'm not going to live forever What's my purpose in life? What am I doing here on planet Earth? Where am I going after I die? Those are all things 
God uses. And two of God's biggest signs are this, his word. God gives us his word for us to get to know him. Okay? He provides his own, the Bible, God's own words so that we can know who he is. And as we celebrate at Christmas, God sent his only son, Jesus Christ, second person of the Trinity, made flesh here on planet Earth so that we can know who God is. Those are all signs that point to who God is and that God desires and wants a relationship with us. And he takes the initiative for us to be able to know him. And any sign that we get, it always says this. Any sign from God always has a purpose to it. Just as the angels, again, they didn't just reveal themselves to give, you know, go back to heaven and laugh and say, you should have saw the the shepherds, man. You should have saw the look on their face when I showed up. It was priceless. Okay? The angels just didn't get a kick out of it. They had a purpose and a message from God. And any time, okay, we look at God's word, we look at Jesus, we know there's a purpose to God giving us a sign for us to know him. And the sign always points us to Jesus, and we always need to go to Jesus because, first of all, we have to deal with some bad news. Okay? And the bad news is this. Even though God created us in His image, even though He's made us for relationship, male and female, equal in His image. God created We have this problem called sin that separates us from God. We can go all the way back with Adam and Eve and every, everywhere since. And then I mentioned I have four kids. And let me tell you, once again, you don't have to teach them to be disobedient. <laughs> mine and my are two words that you... Mine, mine, mine... And I want to do it my way. And we see reflected sometimes in our kids what we do to God. God, everything, all this is mine, my way, my will, my life, me. And really that's what sin is. It separates us from God instead of us saying, God, we want to get to know you. And it's a problem that we can't fix ourselves. And that's where we get to the good news is that God knew we couldn't fix this problem on our own. So he sent a hero. He sent a rescuer. He sent Jesus, his own son, who lived the perfect life, who obeyed his father. As Peter and Maureen just sang about, Easter, we celebrate him going to the cross. He paid the penalty for our sin. He removes the partition that separates us from God the Father. He deals with the pollution in our life. And that's why we celebrate Christmas. It's not just Jesus coming his birth, but we also celebrate Christmas. We connect it always to Easter, that he died, but his father raised him from the dead. He conquered sin and death. And if we put our faith in Jesus, we too can live a life that pleases God. That's the good news. So God reveals back then. The shepherds responded. God reveals today. And this is our part of the deal, is we get to respond as well. We get to still respond to God today. And for the shepherds, it was very simple. They had a decision to make, didn't they? Angel came, said, you're going to find a baby, go. And they could have held a committee meeting and said, let's discuss, discuss this and let's take a vote and we'll figure out what we should do. They could have said no. They could have said, ah, whatever, just an angel. Or we see what they did. They said yes, and they went. And folks, today, God gives us signs all the time. And we have a decision to make. We can say, ah, whatever, that was kind of coincidence. Or we can say, ah, it's for everybody else, not for me. Okay? We can say no, or we can say this. Hey, I don't know much, but I think God's speaking to me, and I'm going to follow. 
And they didn't know all the other details, but the bit God told them to do, they went. And that's what God's asking for us today. And it came at a bit of a cost, didn't it? What happened? I don't know. Maybe the angels took care of their sheep, but it cost them. They had to leave their sheep and go. And folks, sometimes us responding to God, it's going to cost us. It might cost our reputation a bit. Okay, It might make us look a bit foolish to say, hey, I'm going to go. I think God's doing this. I'm going to go. But you know what? With a cost, there's a great reward. Just think about these guys. They actually got to see Jesus. And forever in their story, they knew they had seen the Savior. And for the rest of their life, they were forever changed. And there's a great reward for us. When we say yes to God, there's a great reward for us. God changes us. There's a transformation as we saw with these shepherds. They went from just mundane things to actually having a purpose and a calling in life. And folks, when we get to know Jesus, when we get to know our Father in Heaven through Him, you know what? God does something on the inside that changes us. And we get to respond by telling others what God's done to us. And we begin with the whole of our lives. Sometimes it's through music and singing, but with the whole of our lives, we begin to worship God. We begin to make decisions that please God. We make decisions in everyday life, at home, at school, at work, that put God first. And it's to His glory for our good and our joy. So the question I just leave you with tonight as we celebrate Christmas again is I firmly am convinced that God speaks today, that God gives lots of signs that point to Jesus. And I ask tonight, this might be a sign for you tonight. Just even hearing this message, hearing these songs might be a sign for you tonight. And I encourage, I challenge for you to be like the shepherds, to respond with a yes in your heart. Even just a little bit to say, I don't know much, but I'm going to take the next step in responding to God. And then what a great journey it'll be. So we look forward to a new year. I ask, look for the signs of God revealing himself to you, and then take the step of faith to believe him and to respond with a yes in your heart. Okay, let me just pray quickly. Then we've got a couple more songs to finish up. All right, so let's pray together. Father in heaven, we want to thank you again tonight, God, for the birth of Jesus. We thank you, God, that you reveal yourself to us, that you're God who makes himself known. And I thank you for every person here tonight. God, it's not by accident. And God, I pray that tonight would be a sign, Lord, for people to respond with a yes in their heart, to say, I want to know God more, and to respond to your great truth of Jesus Christ. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.